Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Today, we're so excited to bring you a ton of Broadway news. It's Broadway news. Broadway's back, baby. Broadway's back, baby. Speaking of people that are back, the boss is back on Broadway. <laughs> yep. And then a lot <laughs> I didn't realize that you and James tried to get tickets last time uh, this gentleman was on Broadway, but I guess we're, we'll, we'll get we'll, to we'll that. We'll hear about I, it in a I've second. Got, I've, got, okay, okay. I've got some Bruce-related trauma for sure, as does James, and they're very oh, similar stories. Same, because yeah, my dad's so name is Bruce, but that's another story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Bruce is back on Broadway, Bruce Springsteen, um, at an alarming start date. Like, I couldn't believe this headline. So the solo mm-hmm. concert by Bruce Springsteen himself, which was filmed and released on Netflix already, so you can watch it, will return to Broadway beginning June 26th of this year at the St. James Theater. Now, previously, you know, this was inhabited by Frozen the Musical, which closed, I think, in in May of last yeah, year. Yeah, it was um, just a couple months yeah. into the pandemic shutdown, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but th- a couple of uh, additional performances are scheduled through September 4th, but that's kind of the schedule that we have. It's the earliest scheduled house to welcome the return of audiences and originally this concert show ran at the walter kerr theater beginning in 2017 and ran for about one year but springsteen was honored with a special tony award for this sold out show so we know that uh broadway is probably very excited to welcome him back to open up uh, theaters because it sells very well so there's like no word on capacity requirements uh for audience members however they are um, encouraged, not encouraged, they're required to provide full COVID-19 vaccinations yeah. um, in order to enter the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so my assumption, because everybody is required to be vaccinated and they haven't, it seems like they haven't released that yet, as you said. I'm uh, assuming that means it's a full capacity thing because I've seen a lot. Uh, I've seen like, you know, as far as other venues slowly starting to announce um, in sporting venues, but that makes more sense because they're outside. Uh, anything that has like full vaccination sections is full capacity. And restaurants are the case too right now in New York where it's like if they are full vaccination, um, they're 100% capacity, at least the places I go. So... Um, this is interesting and I'm not thrilled about it. I, Broadway was trying to do this big September 14th open with Lion King, Wicked, Hamilton, whatever else is there that had already announced their opening on the 14th. And now we've had a few other shows. Hades Town Passover announced that they're going to open ahead of that. And I've been, I've been okay with that. And I think, you know, especially with Hades Town, I thought it was pretty funny with Passover. I think it's funny. And I thought it was great because I thought this would be a great show to open or reopen Broadway with. Uh, <laughs> and now we're kind of bringing back a show that there is the capacity to watch it through streaming. It's a solo show, a single performer. They're going to be, it looks like, taking a gap between performances, I think it said. It was supposed to run, and then they were going to take some time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a good month there where... You know, people are attached to the show, but they're no longer working. So I don't know what that looks like for those, those workers, crew members, whatever. It, this doesn't feel 
like the right show to reopen with for those reasons. It's surprising to me that it's happening so soon. I'm just like, I was equally shocked by that return day of June 26th. That is absolutely bananas to me. I can't even think about returning to Broadway this early. Like my brain is set for August at the very earliest. And now we have this. I think we've, we kind of talked about it, um, you know, privately in our big old work group text, the cost of these tickets. We know how much they were in the last run at the Walter Kerr, which is a significantly smaller theater than St. James. I think the Walter Kerr is like 900 something. St. James is 1700 something. So you're nearly doubling capacity and. From what I've seen already, and then the tickets are yeah, <laughs> yeah. From what I've seen already, the tickets are already as expensive as they were at the Walter Kerr. So I don't understand other than the you know the flash of it of having Bruce Springsteen, but you could put any major you know singer songwriter on Broadway. Obviously, Bruce is big for the local connection and everything, but you could bring, like, have any major singer songwriter open back up Broadway and kind of have the same feel to that. It's, and you know, he won the special Tony, as you said, and everything. Um, but this just feels like a very odd choice to me. It feels very separated and kind of. Well, there were a lot of like, you know, theories coming like last year, especially where they were like, the only way Broadway will reopen is if we have people like Bruce Springsteen selling out theaters before we open. All these shows are coming back into theater. So that's not the case anymore. But I remember that being such a big conversation where we were like, oh, that's the only way that we're going to be able to survive. Definitely. And what I was going to say as far as like this feeling so separate is just like we've had conversations for the past year of what people want to see when Broadway comes back. This was not the top of the list. And I don't mean like parochially, like we we don't want to see Bruce Springsteen. We didn't necessarily, we didn't (laughs) want to see shows uh, like this. We wanted to see shows like Passover. Uh, and so I, I, I feel like what has happened here is they saw some of those early ticket sales. And I don't know how long the conversation with Bruce has been, about, you know, been going on about reopening at St. James, which, by the way, is the St. James is my favorite theater on Broadway. So part of me is absolutely thrilled that that's going to be the first house that's open. But still, but I, you know, I don't know how long this conversation had been happening. I have a slight feeling that there might have been, uh, you know, Matt and I talked about on the show yesterday that. Uh, there's been limited early ticket sales, which is not unexpected because I think people are still kind of dipping their toes in the water and they're still a little tentative and they want to see what happens. And also, pe- we're still broke. I mean, let's we're be still freaking broke. honest. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I was just about to say people yeah. are waiting until times where they actually have money. <laughs> they're waiting to see what happens with like when unemployment runs out coming up here. So. I think it was, I think part of it was a panic of like, we know these tickets are going to sell and people are going to get in to see Springsteen because people will see Springsteen in any capacity ever. They're going to see him at whatever theater or venue if they can get tickets, which is James and my problem. <laughs> as long as they're not on Ticketmaster, maybe that someone can get a damn ticket to see Bruce Springsteen. 
that's an entire other issue. But I do think they panicked, panicked a little bit. They're like, we, we want to reopen Broadway as soon as possible. We want to get money into the industry as soon as possible and get people back to work. What is the biggest thing that we can do here? And this is what they chose. And it's a choice. And I'm not particularly thrilled about it. But I don't run Broadway. So here we go. Dream big, Ashley. That's yeah. just for now. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, over, right, I'll take over the league. Trust me, if you want me to take over the league, I will do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we're going to pause the news to talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. So I personally dread looking at my credit card statement Hate every it. month. It is like... It feels like they're gaslighting me. I don't really like <laughs> it. Um, it's mean. Um, I don't blame you if you can't stand looking at it, but Upstart can lift the weight off of your shoulders if you're feeling a lot of uh, anxiety about your credit card debt. Like they're trying to relieve you of all of those things. I am feeling anxiety about everything ever, especially <laughs> credit card debt. The great thing about that is, though, that Upstart is here to help you relieve some of that anxiety. They are the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. It is 2021 after all. So whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, which you, Ashley and I both agree is a made-up number for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, they look at things like your income, your employment history, important step with a five-minute online rate check. You can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. All true. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Broadway. All right. So there's some more news from Paradise Square, which is produced by Garth Drabinsky. You know, we were just talking about this last week. We have even more news from this show. So they announced today that besides their previously scheduled out of town Chicago run at the James Nederlander Theater, November 2nd through December 5th, Paradise Square will transfer to Broadway at the Barrymore Theater beginning February 22nd with an opening of March 20th, 2022. Paradise Square is a Civil War era musical now set to star Joaquina Calocongo from Slave Play, which I, I know that you and I both love her so she's amazing. much. Um, and she's amazing. And I was so excited to see that she was uh, in this show as well. And Chilena Kennedy and John Dossett, they announced today that besides their previously scheduled out-of-town Chicago run at the James Niederlander Theater, which is November 2nd through December 5th of this year, Paradise Square will transfer to Broadway officially February 22nd with an opening on March 20th of 2022. Paradise Square will be the first major production for the Canadian producer Garth Drabinsky after serving time for fraud. And that's why this is oh, kind of God, like... Oh, God, that's Right. That's right. I was looking at, I was just like on his Wikipedia very recently reading about that. I completely forgot about that. I'm excited to see this as far as like Jakina Kalakanga, who, as you just said, is, you know, should be in everything. I think she's incredible. I know pretty virtually nothing about this show other than like what the release said. Um, but it is, you know, hard to poo-poo a new musical unless it's going to be a really bad musical, which just doesn't sound like it's going to be a really bad musical. Um, I'm always here as, as 
clear and evident by me uh, waxing on about Bruce Springsteen being the thing that opens Broadway back up. Clearly, I am very pro new work <laughs> making it to theater at this point. Yeah. I mean, they did. I believe they did this at Berkeley Rep. Like, they've been working on yeah. it for a hot minute. So yeah. I'm excited that they're going to be, you know, moving it along very, fairly quickly uh, with the same cast. So, yeah, I'm eager. I'm eager to see more about this because I, when I first read it, I was just like, anytime I'm a Georgia girl. So anytime I saw something yeah. that's Civil War, that's incredibly fair. That's the thing. Like, that's kind of the thing. That's the kind of the thing that I like have to step back a little bit from it. It's just like, yeah, it always ends up as a conversation as far as any kind of black centered art and not even us, but not necessarily written black art is like centralizing black pain, especially in like slavery. Like there are always more interesting stories to tell. Obviously that's not my call to make, but that's, I think the call that people make most often that they'd rather see joy than pain. Um, but this seems like something that has gone through a lot of hands. It's gone through a lot of runs. I'm excited to see what happens with it. Yeah, but we're staring on top of you, Garth. We're watching you. Yeah, we are. Anyways, honestly. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So today, uh, casting was announced for Dominique Morisot's Skeleton Crew, which anything Dominique Morisot touches, I have to stand. She should like, run with the all world. Of my heart. She should run the world. I'm <laughs> absolutely <truly> happy <laughs> with her. Yeah, but then when I saw today that Felicia Rashad is set to star in the Broadway premiere of Skeleton Crew at the Manhattan Theater Club, I was like, okay, like, go off, Queens. Like, Absolutely. yes, this is exactly what we want. Skeleton Crew will be directed by Ruben Santiago Hudson and begin performances December 21st and open January 12th at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Additionally, new dates for How I Learned to Drive at MTC starring Mary Louise Parker, who oh, I adore, yes. uh, and David Morse were announced after their postponement last year with a first preview date of March 29th, 2022, and an opening night of April 19th. I am, I love that play, so I'm uh, very partial. And one seeing, of my favorites. Yeah, and getting to see, I mean, I'm sure you're going to go, like, yes. when we get to see <laughs> Mary Louise Parker do this role again, like, that's going to uh, be crazy. Yeah. She's one of, uh, you know, kind of unexpected for me, but I guess not so much. She is someone who I will always see on stage. I think she's an incredible, especially for, you know, uh, uh, any kind of solo or pseudo solo plays, I think she's one of the best at what she does. I am so excited to see this. Our, you know, love Dominique Marisso, Felicia Rashad, obviously incredible. Uh, I can't remember when the last time she was actually on Broadway was, but I was thinking it was a fairly long time. Maybe I'm just misremembering mis- that at this point, but. So excited. I, you know, MTC, I think I talked about the other day of how much I love them, and I'll pretty much see everything that they want to put on at this point. Uh, this is such an exciting season to me. It's such an exciting season to come back to. Excited about it all. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Any any of these theater uh, companies that are just like institutions that are doing seasons, I'm like, I, I just would like to buy the season, please. Like, I would like yeah, to buy everything. Yeah. So we could just be subscribers. If anybody wants to be our theater sugar daddy, um, <laughs> yes. for like, I will gladly co sign that. Sugar mommies, whatever. <laughs> sugar glucose guardians, whatever you got yeah. for me. <laughs> I love it. I love I, it. I can't wait to see this. I did look up uh, the last time that Rashad was on Broadway was in 2009. In wait, August. can I guess? 
Yes, oh, please oh, do. Oh, sorry. What was it? What was no, it? No, no, no. Go for it. You said, well, you said August, so it's August Wilson because well, I was damn. thinking, I was, like, was she not, <laughs> wasn't she in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? She was in Cat, a Cat, God, Jesus Christ. She was on Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. You did, she was Big you, Mama. She was Big Mama. You did, uh, I mean, you heard August, but you still got it wrong. <laughs> She was August in, Osage County. Yeah, yeah. She played Violet Weston, and that, and then the year before was Cat and Hot Tin Roof. So it's two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, so close. I was so close. Anyway, you got the August, and you went that to August the, Wilson, which is the natural progression, I think. To be fair, we should always assume it's August Wilson. Yeah. But also, like that cast with Terrence Howard. Like that is yeah. the sexiest cat on a hot tin roof cast there has it's ever great, been. Everyone can great. shut their faces. It's true, and yeah. they're gonna make the movie based on it too, as well. So, what? did you not know that? No, I, I'm gonna. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of my favorite things. I oh my god, I did not know that. I will lose my noodle. I did it. I'm gonna in a, a little theater. And I was like, I am so sexy. And then now I'm older and I'm like, I was not sexy. But <laughs> I love Tennessee Williams so much and that particular Incredible. show that, yeah. oh my God. So I didn't yeah. know that was being filmed. Yeah. Well, the they're making a filmed version. So Antoine Fuqua is going to direct it. Uh, it was announced mm. back in April. I think Matt and I had talked about it. So he's essentially directing it based on the 2008 Broadway production. So it's going to be an all-black cast still. I think he said something along the lines of that it was going to be, you know, the elements of the classic play and also still have some new stuff in it because why not, I guess? Why not? Because you can. Yeah, because you can. You can do whatever he wants. So, yeah, get excited about that again. Get excited. Stay excited. See, here's the beauty of Broadway radio. You guys learn something. We learn something. That's how this works. <laughs> you learn I it, love that. Learn it in real time. I'm happy to yeah. inform you of the news that you don't get to when you're not on the show. <laughs> if you're not on the show. I know. Vice, See, I went on, on the show that day. And vice versa, for that matter. I don't pay attention when uh, I'm not on the show. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> finally, in a couple of just like bullet points, the drama bookshop in NYC is opening this week and we will Yay! be there. And by we, I mean royal we, I mean me. Yeah. Um, with an exclusive first look, we'll be talking to designer David Korins. I'm so pumped about this. You need to follow our Instagram so that you can get all the highlights. Um, a beautiful article was written in the Times today recounting, you know, its roots with like Hamilton creators and like Tommy Kale and why this was so important for them to save. And of course, because we all have ties to it, but like they really, I mean, it's been an institution for like so many years that Right. It, it, it was has worth moved, saving. Has moved locations a few times. <laughs> <laughs> now we're at yeah, it again. So it is opening the same day as the film adaptation of In the Heights. And that's no coincidence. Of course, you can catch it in theaters and mm-hmm. at HBO Max. Um, it's a big week for us theater kids. And yeah. I couldn't be happier. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm so excited that you get to go to Drama Bookshop because I will not be there on opening day. I'll be there soon, but pro- probably not opening week. I'm going to let some of that opening no, rush it's crowd gonna be pass Kukaluku. me by. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll still be there next week. I'm still re-entering society. So I'm, I'm, I'm in bars, oh, yeah. not necessarily – opening bookshops at this point i was thrilled when when they got back to me about like what the protocol was was going to be in there because it's all masked and like it's very safe and so i was like yeah i like that this is the future of this yeah Uh, of course you know tying in the end of in the heights information 
platform is we could talk about it all day long, but it's being released this week. I already have my tickets to see it on Sunday. Yay. Um, I mean, I thought that my first movie back was going to be um, Space Jam. It's not. Uh. It's in the Heights. And that's okay. But you can watch the first eight minutes. They posted it on YouTube and we've shared it. Like, it's, you got to watch it. And bananas. I'm so yeah. excited to see it in full. I, uh, one of my friends was an AD on that film. Mm. And she said she would go and she would watch them do it for like 12 hours and then come home and still be thinking about it. Like, that's how great it was. Like, that's how much she enjoyed working on it. Um, and I can see why mm. just from the first eight, uh, from the clips that we've gotten from it, from the trailers that we've gotten from it, um, from their version 96,000 that they released. This is going to be so great. It looks so beautiful um, in ways that Crazy you could... Crazy rich Asians, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, in ways that you could <laughs> entirely expect from who's directing. Like, obviously. So, I'm ready. I'm going to get, I'm, you know, I've got my screener for it, but I'm absolutely going to watch it in theaters as soon as possible. It's, it's one of those movies that you have to watch on the big screen, I think. Um, and I'm going to do it. That's all I know. Finally, in some feel good recommendations, uh, my friend Mason Park, uh, Mason Alexander Park, is bringing their solo show, The Pansy Craze, back to the Green Room 42 on June 26th at 9.30. And I want to know, Ashley, do you plan on going? Because I plan on going. Um, I would love I to go because I love Mason um, and I love yes. Green Room 42. It is, however, my anniversary, so I will <gasps> not be going, which is really sad. You know because I'll they, let you know how it goes. Thank you. Because they announced, it was like on Sunday, they had teased, mm-hmm. you know, save the date for yeah. June 26 i'm like damn it i've already got the date saved pick another date uh, congratulations on your anniversary that's wonderful thank you you very much it's my anniversary i i will do it is my anniversary and it is matt's birthday so that's a very busy day for the broadway radio family and it's the day i'm seeing the pansy craze it's the day you're seeing the pansy i think you win (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no there's no way we are all winners um i was gonna we'll, we'll have to talk about this another time but yeah. we do have to revisit annie live predictions because we are <laughs> we, we are still t-minus one million days yeah annie live. oh man <laughs> i know so, so put your thinking cap on because we'll revisit it next time i'm, I'm recording okay you. excellent yeah, yeah i gotta think about it i gotta think about it i still got christian borrell in my head baby you put it there oh, you planted it there forever it. i'll never know, stop after, thinking about it after we saw him in that bald cap for charlie and the chocolate factory that's all she I can't wrote unsee it that's, that's all, all she wrote, wrote. Oh. Uh, Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. (laughs) Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon for Broadway Radio. You can get the news before everyone else. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. And don't forget, tune into at Broadway Radio on Instagram. If you're not following us already, you have to do it so that you can get all these fun, exclusive first looks at everything. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. 